Welcome to Worth It or Worthless, a show where every couple weeks we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses, and decide is the game good by today's standards and is worth the price of admission. We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what did we get into today? Today we played Mario Golf for the N64. Mario Golf is the story of Nintendo realizing that they can put Mario in literally any type of game and still print money. Nope. Nope. You're a little late to the party on that one. What are you talking about? They put Mario in any game on like the NES. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But this is like a golf game. They're not even trying anymore this time. It's like he's not having a party. He's not racing cars. He's playing golf. Yeah. And golf is one of those things that is... Like, all of the spinoffs are much better than the original thing. Like, there's a lot of things where the spinoffs are, you know, they're bad. And the main thing is great, and I don't need all the spinoffs, but golf... You're just talking about in general? Like in spin- general. Spinoffs in general. In general. You know, it's like uh, the Winter Olympics are great, but we don't need that spinoff that nobody wants, the Summer Olympics. Don't need oh. it, right? <laughs> it's kind of like that with golf. It's like... The main golf, you know, like going out and and riding around in the sun and playing 18 holes. No one cares about that. But if you're talking about the spinoffs, you got mini golf, you got disc golf, you got the driving range, you got foot golf or soccer golf, you got (laughs) golf video games. They're all more fun than normal regular golf. Uh, How much experience do you have with normal regular golf, Jordan? So, Dan, every year I golf one time. I, uh, there's a fundraiser that I participate in. I play oh. golf one time. I don't own my own clubs. I do bring a, a bucket of balls and I just borrow my friend's club. So I only, and I'm not like the most proficient golfer. Okay. I, I can, yeah. I would not suspect that you were the no, most no, proficient no. golfer. But when we lived in Montana, a friend introduced to us to a game called campus golf. Okay. Where you get one iron and you get a tennis ball. Okay. And in Montana, we played where uh, there was nine holes, and it was the nine propane tanks around the campus. Oh. And so, you know, whoever could hit the propane tank in the fewest number of strokes with the tennis ball, not with the club. You don't want to hit it with the club, or the entire place goes boom. Yeah. And now we brought it back to, to Michigan. And Maddie and I actually played our first round of 2021 last Saturday. And then I got some of my students together. We played on Sunday. So I'm already two games into the 2021 season of campus golf. But as I'm saying, is like all of the spinoffs, like mini golf is way better than normal golf. Um, I can't, I, I, can't, I, here's something interesting about me, Jordan. Yeah. I grew up next to a golf course. Literally, you did. literally the next, other side of my fence yeah. was a golf course. Never been golfing in my life. Wow, but you like the driving range. I do like the driving range. The spinoff is better than the original, see? Yeah, uh, the driving range is, uh, I want, I've been like kind of hankering for it a little lately. See, Mario Golf's got y'all itching for the driving range. I don't even know if it was Mario Golf or just nostalgia for some other time of my life when I was going to the driving range a lot. There you go. Anyways, uh, here here we are. Yeah, Um, so Nintendo. You don't like golf. Some people do. No, 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 no. Some I, people do. You I like golf. You don't like real golf. I like all of the like offshoots and subsidiaries of golf. Well, fine, but uh, there are people out there who like golf. There's a there's a few. It's a pretty big sport. It's like Tiger Woods. It's one of the big three. His friends, a couple other people. Yeah, uh, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. <laughs> See, uh, when when one of the most famous golfers in the world is more well known for his beverage than for his <laughs> golfing, I would say that's a great point that Arnold Palmer, the spin-off <laughs> drink is better than Arnold Palmer All the right. original All golfer. Right. Thank All you for right. proving my point. No. <laughs> anyway, Nintendo made a golf game. 
They sure did. This is not Nintendo's first golf game. It's not. You're right. They made golf on the NES. Yeah. <laughs> they they weren't super creative with, <laughs> yeah. with the name titles back then. No, you had golf and you had soccer and you I had actually, wrestling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I actually played a couple rounds of golf on yeah. my Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Not a couple rounds. Sorry. I played like one hole before I realized I had no desire to play any more of that. Yeah. I've uh, I visited some of those original Nintendo sports titles on the Switch online service and I'm like, <sighs> ice hockey is really the only one. And granted, I played ice hockey a lot when I was younger, so I understand it. But the other ones just didn't grab me immediately. I imagine they're probably fun if you figure out what you're doing. But yeah, for those of you out there who are like, if you're like, man, there's an ice hockey game, you can hear all about it back <laughs> in episode 28 of this here podcast. Yeah, and you can uh, hear how much better it is than Blades of Steel. Yeah, it's a shootout episode, Blades of Steel. Shots hockey. fired. Um, yes, uh, Mario Golf, you have an NES open. That was the thing, right? Oh, that's what I played. That's what I played. Yeah. They made multiple golf games. Yeah. Wow. And then wasn't, I believe there was a Game Boy iteration of uh golf just golf regular go- i don't know what probably the name of it yeah. was. and then uh M- mario they took a break on the super nintendo i think if yeah I'm, if, I I'm, yeah. if i'm not mistaken you're correct i believe <laughs> i googled and i didn't see a super nintendo nintendo <laughs> golf game there yeah. were some other golf games but not made by nintendo arnold palmer golf 94 <laughs> <laughs> you just you just sitting on the beach drinking lemonade <laughs> Uh, and then we have Mario Mario Golf on nin- the Nintendo 64. So what came first, Nintendo Golf or well, Mario Golf on the Nintendo 64 or on the Game Boy? Do you know? Uh, are you talking about literally like the the analog to Mario Golf on the Game Boy? Like there's a game called Mario Golf on the Game Boy that actually ties into Mario Golf for yes. 64. Okay, so Did that they come out at like the same time. The, I think the Game Boy version came out a few months after the N64 version. Oh, if okay. I'm not so, I mean, kind of getting into... I don't have a lot of fun facts this time, Jordan. That's all right. They're the, the, the fun facts website was pretty barren. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's, it's golf. Well, the Mario Golf Wikipedia page is like a couple paragraphs, which was pretty disheartening. It's kind of a shame. Yeah. Which is because this is, this is the first Mario branded sports game, right? I believe so. I think that's what I saw on the internet. Sounds so this about is like, right. you know, we got Mario Golf and then we got Mario Tennis and Mario Strikers and yeah. a whole bunch of Mario games. But this was the first one. They should have more than two paragraphs. I know, man. There was no like fun developer like behind the scenes. And that was the the individual uh, page for the Mario Golf for N64. Yeah. It wasn't like the Mario Golf franchise. Okay. All right. Anyways, getting into it, uh, developed by Camelot Software Planning, also made Mario Party, or not Mario Party, Mario Tennis, and Golden Sun. Yeah. And these guys are still making tennis golf games. They are. And actually, what I know Camelot from is Golden Sun, because that was one of the first games I had on my Game Boy Advance. And uh, I remember seeing that opening screen with the Camelot logo. And it's kind of weird to think of like... I've always thought of them as this RPG developer, and here they are making <laughs> Mario Golf. But even the Mario Golf on Game Boy, which I played a little bit of, has some RPG elements. Yeah. And then the Game Boy Advanced Mario Golf game is just like a straight-up RPG. Yeah. Yeah, so they definitely mm. they leaned into both of their uh, strengths with that one. Yeah, yeah. This game came out uh Japan. It was uh, June of 1999, North America, 
July of 1999 and the PAL regions September of 1999. Wow, that's a pretty small yeah. window. Sometimes yeah. it's a long time. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, and the only the only real fun fact, Jordan, that I have for this one, transfer pack compatibility. Hey. We, we brought up the Game Boy version. You can actually level up your characters on the N64 version. You can see them as 3D models. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, unlock four characters on the N64 version with the Game Boy transfer pack. You know, I if you're going to buy an expensive accessory like that, because I don't think that was cheap when it came out, the I Game Boy no transfer idea. pack. But, you know, it's good that you have lots of games to use it with. And we're actually going to talk about another game soon that works with the Game Boy Transfer Pack. So, uh, oh, stay, stay tuned. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's, that's, that's like all I got. It's all right. You know, I think that in the spirit of golfing, um, we should just take it slow, take it easy, and ease right on into what the game does well. Yeah, we're going to take it slow. This is going to be a two-hour episode on oh, Mario no. Golf. Oh, no. It's going to be like a real golf match. We're going to take it one hole at a time. We're Thankfully, gonna... there's only three holes in the format of our show. Uh, no, no, no. I've I've come up with a special format for this show alone. Okay. Uh, my points, I have 18 points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope you're not telling the truth. <laughs> All right, Jordan, let's get, get into what the game did well. Let's. out to me and this kind of goes along with what i was just previously joking about but the game is both fun and relaxing now stick with me here there are frantic fun games in the mario franchise world like mario party and mario kart where you're having a lot of fun but you can be like your hands will be sweating and your heart rate's going yeah or like smash bros you know like you're on the edge of your seat yes this game is fun but very relaxing. Like we sat down there and played a lot of holes of golf. Yes. And we just laughed. We could have a conversation. I never mm-hmm. sat on the edge of my seat. And yeah. but it was a good time. And it was a nice change of pace from Mario Party. There is no worry about wearing a hole in the palm of your hand with Mario Golf. <laughs> it's a nice change of pace. Yeah. Uh from you know the previous uh what when did we say Mario Party came out? I don't know. I'm wondering when which one came out first because they both came out in like what 1999, um, which is interesting. I feel like it probably came out like a little bit after this one. Then um, the first Mario Party game came out in December 18th of 1998. Okay, so it was about a half a year before this one. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, that makes a little more sense. That makes a little more sense. Um, but yes, I I I agree. It's a, it was a really nice. Like I just had fun. I played probably 12 to 15 hours of Mario Golf all said and done. I think you and I probably played two and a half to three hours together. Yeah, Dan played a lot on the stream and I tuned in for one of those streams and it was a good time because we were making bets on all of his putts and like you could turn this into a pretty good spectator game too. Even when I wasn't playing, I had a good time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, But when I was playing with you, it was a great time just to kind of I never got bored like waiting for my turn, and there were only two of us. The game does have up to four players, 
Um, but it was nice. What am I trying to say? It's like the trash talking that went on in this game was more casual, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, and sometimes you don't even have to do your own trash talking. You can kind of let the game do the trash talking for you because yeah. it comes with four built-in taunts for each character. And yeah. so you can just be spamming the taunts and uh, messing with people as they go to hit the ball. Yeah, this was not our usual like screaming match in the traditional sense. No, not at all. It was more of just like, watch me hit this putt from the rough and you're going to be real salty when I do. I think that two players is probably the sweet spot in this. Like we said, we yeah. didn't play with four players, but... You're right. It's fun to go back and forth and to take turns. I don't know it would be as fun waiting for three other people to take their turn. Yeah. Now, I do have, as one of my points, that this game is fun with friends. Yeah. Um, specifically, like, the fact that you can taunt with your fr- you talk, you can taunt your friends with the C buttons, or you can cheer for them with the D-pad. Oh, we never nice. cheered for each other. I, I, um, well, I didn't cheer for you because I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So Peach will say, Mamma Mia, as, like, a taunt. Or she, she'll say, like, nice shot, or, like, stuff like that. You How know? come you only taunted me and didn't and didn't cheer I, me on? I did, but sometimes I cheered you on as a taunt. Oh. Yeah. It was a sarcastic cheer. Sometimes. When I would hit the ball poorly. Sometimes. But one of the nice things, Jordan, four players, might not be the <laughs> the most ideal, but this game lets you play four players with a single controller. You know what, though? Like... If you only have one controller and you want to play a multiplayer game, that's, you know, it's nice that they give you the option. Yeah. You can play with any configuration of controllers, I think, because it's whatever character you pick. Whatever controller you use to pick a character, that's what uh, character, yeah. like which yeah. controller you'll use to play. And you can bind any player to any controller. Yeah. What the game does well, the multiplayer options. The only um, mo so in two player, you have like, was it called match? game i think there's a match game a stroke game skins and uh slots club slots yeah club slots and then in the four player mode you lose the match game which is just the match game is who wins the hole first one to nine holes wins and it's also how you unlock characters in single player is the match game mode yeah they had to pl- they had to pull that out for four player or else you'd be playing forever yeah those are long games yeah so anyways the multiplayer option while it might not be particularly a uh, a fun party to play this with four people i like that it's there yeah no it is good to have the option you know if you have three brothers and you're low on controllers you guys yeah. like to play a lot of n64 growing up this you is know. me but we did not play mario <laughs> golf we my aunt was a big mario tennis fan and we okay. played some mario tennis but we did not have mario golf maybe super Mario bros 2022 mario tennis Mario Tennis, Mario Strikers. There's lots of good Mario games left. Can we just, We've only begun to scratch the surface. I just, I really need to find an excuse to play Mario Strikers sooner than later. You never need an excuse. Uh, I kind of do. All right. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Jordan, we kind of touched on it. One of the, my, the, the, the top thing that I wrote down, I don't know if it's, if it's my top thing, but it's the top thing that I wrote down. All right. Lots of modes. Lots of modes. This game definitely has some depth to it. Like I said, I played 12 to 15 hours, and I was kind of um, a little bit stressed trying to prep for this episode. Because you wanted to dig into all the modes? Because like I was expecting this game to basically be a slightly deeper version of a Mario Party minigame. Yeah, you weren't expecting a whole lot. You know, it's kind of like um, there is a mini golf 
mode in this that we forgot to mention. Yes. That is not the deepest mode, but... Or the best mode. No, it's pretty terrible, actually. (laughs) But I was kind of expecting most of the modes to be like that, like very service level, but Mm -hmm. you actually have, you know, some more depth than what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I was expecting to hop in here and just find, like, a golf game, but then it's like, you have, like, tournament mode, and then you're, like playing to unlock a bunch of characters and there's ring mode where you have to get your you have to complete the hole in par while hitting it through some random ring like you have to like angle your shots in a specific way that's not the easiest to do um and then there's speed golf which just puts you on a timer for the whole the whole thing like how fast can you finish the holes which is interesting i wonder if they were inspired by that in any way for the new super mario golf whatever it's called where there's like the sprinting mode where it's yeah. like an actual race and you have to like run between the holes <laughs> it's like real life it sounds super just awesome. like real life golf my yes. favorite part of um, golfing is running between the holes <laughs> you know what they could do they could have everybody drive some sort of cart between holes and they could call it like um like a mario, mario golf cart, cart? Yeah, Mario Golf Kart. The next, they're not going to do Mario Kart Nine. It's just going to be Mario Golf Kart, and everything's going to be golf carts. And it'll be kind of like Road Rage, where you hit people with golf clubs as you go past. Nintendo, if you haven't thought about that idea, email us. Yeah, we'll we'll sell you the license pretty cheap. Uh, but yeah, I was expecting to find something basic here because I guess I should say, like my history with Mario Golf before playing it for the show. I might have played it one or two times, never having completed like a whole mode of it in the past. I don't remember from my childhood ever playing Mario Golf more than like once. I think this was my first time ever playing Mario Golf, maybe like in a store at a kiosk or something I did. Right. This was definitely the first time I ever remember playing uh, for the N64. I did play a couple rounds on the Game Boy and I had a good time with that one too. It's definitely way more stripped down. Yeah. But the basic fundamentals, it's like, I remember being a kid and we had Windows Golf on our computer and even that, like it seems like the basics of a golf game, a good golf game, are pretty similar across no matter what. I also own Golf Story for the Switch. Um, Very similar mechanics. Like, you know, they found a good way to make golf a video game and everybody's pretty much stuck with that formula. Yeah, and that kind of feeds into my next point, which is that this game makes golfing fun. See, um, oh, and I, I have a couple sub points under that. You kind of challenged me when I mentioned that golf might not be the most fun. But it's like, I, I, okay, in real life, hitting a ball in a sport, generally a fun activity. Well, yeah, yeah, just hitting stuff. Just hitting stuff, a fun activity. Big fan. Yeah. Uh, golf, I got a wicked curve on my shot. Yeah. It just, it's, I've, it's, draw. Fade. Draw, fade, fade. yeah. Look at all these turns we're learning from playing Mario Golf. <laughs> we're real golfists now. But the key to golf is not to just hit it as hard as you can. No. Because then you, never mind. It's more about making good contact with yeah. the ball, Dan. Yeah. In my vast experience of golfing. Uh, but so this this makes golf like a, a genuinely fun experience. I agree. This game is easy to pick up, hard to master. <laughs> all right one of those interesting um i have a feeling i know where you're gonna go jordan but <laughs> uh generally i just i like the mechanics in this game um the power shots you get six of those uh, on 18 holes um i the putting may or may not 
Well, well, where are you gonna? How do you talk? How are you thinking about the putting, Jordan? Oh, uh, that's for later in the show, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that's for later in the show. Um, the putt range, though, it's like this game is set up to tell you like your distance from the hole and like how far above or below it you are, and um, it tells you the wind direction. It tells you the percentage of your shot that's gonna the the percentage of power that's going to be transferred to your shot. Yeah. Um, and so there's all this stuff that makes basically for a pretty advanced physics system, uh, that is like, you get in there and you're just playing golf and then all of a sudden you're, uh, you're developing a lot of strategy once you understand everything that's going on. Yeah. I agree with the vast majority of what you just said. I also wrote down that the game has some deep mechanics, Yes. Uh, you have good way wo- of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> you have like you can just look at the basics and play this game. It'll it'll recommend a club that you should probably use. You can just try to stop the meter at the top and at the bottom, and you could play this game with a little kid. But if you want to really dig into it and mess with power shots and approach shots and um, hitting the ball in different parts of the ball to affect the, yeah. the curve and all that kind of stuff. And you're going to pay attention to the wind speed and you're going to, uh, you know, use specific clubs, all this stuff that you can do yeah. that definitely helps. And at first I just started playing and using all the stuff it recommended and was just trying to learn the game. And then as we played more and more rounds, I started to get the hang of it and learning when I should do different things. When should yeah. I try to put backspin on the ball? When should I try to put front spin on the ball? All this kind of stuff. And, you know, I didn't even begin to scratch the surface yeah. of the mechanics, but you don't have to know all that stuff if you don't want to. Yeah. It's, you're like I said, I, I, when I was like eight hours deep on this game, I was still getting comfortable with it. Yeah. Which is kind of insane for like just an arcade sports game. Yeah. Cause there's generally not really that much there. But with this one, like another thing that's interesting about it is it kind of changes on you every time you play it. So the the weather might be different on a course. Yeah. Uh, The wind speed might be different. So you can't just hit the ball the same way on the same hole every single time. I'm pretty sure. Um, So there's, there's, I don't know, man, this is uh, Nintendo did it. They did it. Somehow they made, they did their Nintendo like inviting uh, Uncle Terry to play a video game and have oh, some fun. Man. I forgot about Uncle Terry. <laughs> this is the thing, though. I don't know if you can give all the credit to Nintendo because Camelot had made another golf game before this on the PlayStation, which was, I think, relatively well-received. Yeah. And Nintendo said, hey, these guys know what they're doing. Let's have them make a golf game and give it our nice Nintendo shine. Yeah, I didn't look too deeply into that. It was called Everybody's Golf, and I think in the U.S. it was called Hot Shots Golf. Yeah. For anybody, you know. (laughs) Hot Shots Golf is a bigger franchise. I'm pretty sure they made the first one. I don't know that they made anyone after the first one. Yeah. Uh, Could be wrong. Don't know. Um, But yeah, man. I also have, like, this game feels incredible to make difficult shots. It does feel really good. There was a time when we were in a sand bunker right next to the hole. (laughs) Tell me about it. And Dan did something insane, did what I would think would be the worst possible thing that you could do, and the ball shoots up into the air and drops right into the cup, and it was amazing. He was screaming. We were having a good time. It was incredible. Yeah. Let's just be honest. It was 
It was unbelievable. It was one of the coolest things I'd seen <laughs> uh, within a 30-minute span of it happening. <laughs> uh, when Jordan walked in today, I was I, I, I missed a 98-foot putt by just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing, Dan. For anybody who's ever been golfing, you always miss a 98-foot putt by just a little bit. That's what everybody says. It's like Speak I caught a really big fish. You know, you tell your golf stories like you tell your fish stories. Yeah, but Jordan, I can hit an over 50-foot putt in this game. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, how like that's not 98 that easy. is like double 50. <laughs> Fine. That's like saying, Dan, I can totally. I ha- I have a six-foot vertical. Because I totally jumped right just over three feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I got nothing for you, Jordan. I've been really hitting the calf press. Okay. All right, man. Uh, moving on. What, I don't even know what point we were just trying to make. Oh, uh, we're talking about what the game does well. Yeah, Let's see. Easy to pick up. You know what, damn, my favorite part of Mario Golf was? Uh,. The better question is, do I care what your favorite part of Mario Golf was? I don't know. Let's find out. My favorite part <laughs> of Mario Golf was actually the club slots mode. Okay. Because really? This is the thing. Dan is a much better Mario Golf player than me. He put in like 900 hours on the stream before I even picked up a controller. So I wasn't going to be able to compare with him when it came to just head-to-head skill. But you thought you were. I thought... Well, yeah, I mean, I'm always going to come in with confidence. I'm not just going to let you tell me that you're going to... You were saying, I'm going to eviscerate you. I'm not just going to like sit there and take that. Like, Of course, I'm going to say, no, Dan, I'm going to beat you. So uh, there's a multiplayer mode called Club Slots Mode where there's a like a slot machine, and you stop it, and whatever three clubs it stops on, those are the ones that you get to play the hole <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah, right. And you might have like a one wood a three iron and a wedge and good luck (laughs) if you get miraculously lucky and get three stars you can pick any club you want yeah but if you get really unlucky and get just one star then you only have two clubs to play right (laughs) and it led to some very funny hijinks if you're like man Mario Golf, I like the idea of it, but I want some of that zaniness, that wackiness that comes oh, with Mario man. Party games. Well, they got you covered. You can get some zaniness with club slots. Pro tip, don't play club slots on one of the later courses in the game. <laughs> yeah, maybe play an it's easier even less course. Fun. Yeah. We played on Boo Valley, and there's like a bunch of places where your ball can just fall off. Yeah, the whole the the boo course is definitely very thin and lots of areas to just completely yeah fall off. Womp womp. Um, I feel like I, the zaniness of it was kind of fun, but I feel like my my sort of personality, gamer style temperament is more of like pure skill based. Wow. Like we were talking about what take that or whatever yeah. in Mario Party. And my thing is like, I want to beat you because I can putt from the rough. You, but Dan, okay, <laughs> this is the thing. Dan frequently decided to putt from the rough when a chip was obviously the better call to make. He didn't care. Dan doesn't care. He's going to putt from the rough every See, time. See, here's the thing. You're never going to hit. Well, I shouldn't say never. 99.5% of the time, you're not going to hit a chip shot. 99.4% of the time, you're not going to hit putting out of the rough. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah. Depend depends on how deep in the rough you are. Um <laughs> or like Dan today I saw him putt out of a sand bunker into the rough <laughs> and then try to putt out of the rough onto the green. 
Um, and I think, yeah, that, I mean, that, how did that work out for you, Dan? Here's the thing, though. When it works, you got a shot at hitting the shot. Yeah, but you know what would work just to get you right over by the hole in one swing? Yeah, but a here, chip. here's the thing, though. I'll take the odds on the putt if I've got a better shot of sinking it in one stroke rather than adding an extra stroke to my total. Drink. You need to come and play campus golf with me sometime. Just Shh. whacking the tennis balls around. Sure don't. All and I need is a putter. There's no putters. You only get an iron. All I need is a putter. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Dan, what else you got? You got anything else the uh, game does well? I sure do, Jordan. We are on hole number four of my points. <laughs> I'm not sure what this means, but okay, let's go for it. <laughs> Maybe we'll only play nine holes today. Let's just see. We'll see where we're at when the podcast gets to an hour and a half. Oh, um, no. <laughs> uh, Jordan. I have that the camera and the physics and the overall presentation stand up insanely well for an N64 game. Yes, there's a caveat there. For an N64 game, I did not get my normal N64 headache. Yes. Uh, this game, because you don't have to like move the character around or like do anything with the camera, it has this really dynamic camera that which I don't there's two camera modes. One of them is dynamic, one of them is simple. Simple. I don't know what the simple mode does just probably moves around less yeah but i was really impressed at the presentation of this game when i hit a shot and the the action shots of the the screen kind of like uh what do you call it it's like it flip, had some like funky like uh, windows movie maker transitions yeah and you got like action shots and it just it felt like it holds up surprisingly not surprisingly well but it holds up a lot better than most N64 games. A lot of N64 games, they sacrifice like the draw distance and like the mm. backgrounds. You'll have like dark, muddy, or foggy backgrounds. And in this one, since you're not moving, yeah, like you can see all the way back to as far as yep. the game renders. Everything is crisp and clear and bright, and you don't have to worry about that. But that's just the benefit of a golf game where you just hit yeah. the ball and then it moves yeah. you to the next hole. And even the physics in this game, like, I mean, it's. Sure, physics aren't like revolutionary. It's it's just more or less math, I think. <laughs> yeah, it, I was impressed though that like there's times when your ball is rolling down a like a shallow hill, and probably the ball would keep rolling forever incredibly slowly. And thankfully, the physics engine like stops it at a certain point. You're not yeah. sitting there for four minutes as the ball rolls down this and uh, really shallow grade. And I, I was impressed by that. Like the physics, I, we never had anything where like it just did something completely wild, and we're yeah. like, "What is this doing?" The physics for for I don't know when physics became good in games, but I feel like even games that were after this still yeah. had worse physics. Oh yeah, so I remember. It's impressive. I remember playing a Matrix game on my PS2 that just had the absolute <laughs> wackiest physics. Do you want to go play that game after we get done recording? <laughs> uh, I feel like I remember like forcing myself to beat it and not having a good time at all. <laughs> I believe that's Enter the Matrix, Jordan. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I had that for Xbox. I remember not hating that when I played it as a kid. I didn't hate it either because the Matrix was so cool. You can't hate the Matrix. But I also just remember not having like a super great time. Yeah, it was pretty buggy, pretty broken, broken. Uh, Jordan, hole number five. Lots of different characters and unlocking new ones is actually beneficial because they are statistically better than the ones that you start out with. 
Yes, they're not just palette swaps. Each character has their own statistics. Sometimes they hit it further. Sometimes they have a different fade or draw where the ball hooks left or right. Yep. <laughs> uh, without the Game Boy characters, this game, 14 characters. 14 characters. And if you have that Game Boy pack, you can unlock an additional four characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, you unlock the characters by beating them. And sometimes they seem to be really hard. Sometimes they seem to not be so hard. Yeah, it seems like it would be difficult because you start off with some of the weaker characters where like you can only drive the ball 200 yards and then you get some of the further along ones and they're like up near 300 yards. And so yeah. Metal, it seems like it might be difficult to to pull off. Metal Mario, I think, has a 280-yard drive. Yeah. But he's got a severe fade or draw. I think it's to the right. Same with Bowser. Um, I think it's about as far. And it's, it's, he's got a severe draw. Uh, but Donkey Kong is unlockable by, I think, doing all the ring shots. Uh, if you get all the birdie holes in tournament mode, I think you unlock Metal Mario. And I think you get half the birdie holes in tournament mode. You unlock Maple, which is like the best straight hitting character. So there's multiple unlock modes. You can either unlock them by playing unlock mode or you can complete challenges. The best characters, you have to complete challenges. Okay. The rest of them, you have to do them in like head to head. Okay. So it's it's just Donkey Kong, Maple, and Metal Mario, I think, that have like special unlock conditions. Interesting. If I'm not mistaken, which kind of leads into a bonus point that i have yeah which is this game has an unlock almost everything cheat which is nice which is nice so we didn't uh have like (sighs) i beat sunny i think he was like the third or fourth unlockable character yeah and then when we had to sit down to record this the or when when he had to sit down to review this game um it was just like all right well let's unlock everything because the courses you unlock by playing tournament mode and getting experience points and stuff like that and they take a while to unlock yeah so to to fully explore this game we use that cheat and i'm like really happy that i was just playing today with maple because she's great and i could just do whatever i want in the game and i'm really glad that i don't have to spend 50 hours unlocking everything in mario golf I like that they give you the option, though, because I know some people love unlocking everything, and that is the game to them. But Mm -hmm. there's also times like this, or I know that Dan has been trying to unlock all the characters in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, where it would be nice to just be like, all right, I've played enough of this. I want to just use the code and unlock everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm only about two years away from unlocking all the Smash characters. You'll get there. I mean, they'll probably (laughs) add another 20 characters in that time period. Yeah, but you'll have to pay $60 for all the fighter passes to get all of the anime sword characters. You know, it's great. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm not interested in almost any of them. I love Super Smash Bros., but I'm pretty much not interested in any of the the DLC, so it's been great. I haven't had to pay for any of it. Well, I don't have Piranha Plant. See, so, I bought the game when it first came out, yeah. so they gave me that for free. And then I bought the Bomberman outfit because I've always been a big Bomberman for Smash guy. Yeah. Um, and so I had to buy the Bomberman outfit. Nintendo gave you exactly what you wanted. No, I would love like a dedicated Bomberman character who actually like uses bombs and stuff instead but, of just like a me brawler. Jordan, they gave you what you wanted. That's what you want. You say what you want and Nintendo always follows through with that's exactly true, that's what true. people want. That's a good point. I forgot about that. They they are huge fans of listening to their fan base and giving them exactly what they ask for. Nintendo, I want Halo 3 on my Switch, please, and thank you. Uh, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Actually, probably is, because Master Chief Collection, you know old Xbox games probably wouldn't run on Switch. Um, 
hole number five, Jordan. Oh my gosh, do you see how many you got? <laughs> uh, it looks like I've just got one one more bonus point. All right, let's on, hear on what the game does well. Uh, this game does a decent job of like tracking your stats and records. It actually will record replays of like your five best shots, your five best birdies, your five best eagles and albatross and all that stuff. Which is, I was like really bummed it doesn't save your five best chip-ins because that would have been awesome because I wasn't recording when I hit that bunker chip. So in. it actually saves like a a video. Yeah, it saves a video of wow. like your best shots, which is insane. That is really cool. Yeah. Uh, it also keeps like versus records of when you're trying to like unlock a character. It tells you how many times you've won and lost against certain characters in match game. Uh, it keeps track of like your best placement and tournament modes and like your best drives and all that kind of stuff. So there's a pretty solid like stat tracking system. It's not like super deep, but it's pretty good. I was like um, kind of rolling my eyes when you first said <laughs> super deep stat tracking. But then like it is really cool that it keeps the video replays of yeah. your best shots. It is yeah. kind of a bummer it doesn't have the best chip-ins because it feels like those would be some of your best things to yeah. have. Like where something crazy would happen. But I love that they have that as an option. Yeah. It's just it's, it's a little bonus point. It's a little bonus point. All right. Are you ready? Am I ready for what? To move on to what the game doesn't do. So, Are we going to move well. to the back half of the course now? Oh, yeah. the back. We're at the turn. Going to grab yourself a hot dog at the turn, and then we're going to hit the back. Gonna play a nice 12 holes. Um, what? You know, 12 holes. Uh, see, this is the other thing about golf, Dan, is that I think that nine holes is the correct amount of holes for golf. Uh, for real golf. Nine and a quarter. For campus golf, for golf video games, nine holes is all you need. Putt-putt golf, you can play a full 18 if the weather's nice. But even there, it's like, you know, I did nine holes of this. You got to do... Uh, Point not six. You got to do point. Never mind. Let's disc, move on. Golf, <laughs> disc golf should never be more than nine holes because um, it's only fun for about nine. And soccer golf or foot golf. Have you ever done that? Football? Uh, you're like using a soccer ball and kicking into really big holes on a golf course. It is fun for about five holes and then your foot starts to bruise and feels terrible. Oh. Um, we did that for my brother's bachelor party and we all had like bruised and broken feet after it. I'm so sorry. Are you ready to move on to what Let's the game move on. doesn't do so well? Yes. so well um dan earlier you mentioned that this game is easy to pick up and hard to master would you say something yeah like yeah i'm i'm looking at a point that we could talk about so i <laughs> have written down that the game is not super noob friendly i feel like you really need to play a couple rounds before you like feel comfortable like competing in this game. This isn't like somebody's just going to pick up the controller and you're going to be able to like have a good competition if you've been playing for a while. You want to know what the first thing I have written down? Let's hear it. What the game doesn't do so well, Jordan? The learning curve can be rough. Okay. <laughs> I, feel like that, I feel like that goes against your whole easy to... Easy up. to pick up, hard to master. I mean, it was easy to pick up because you just have to like pick up the controller and start Sub playing. point. Hole seven. It can be really hard to predict the angle of the terrain when putting. Yeah, that's an entire 
point of its own for me. That's not okay. a sub point. The the putting and reading the green is not easy. Um, it's actually the worst part of this game. Uh, yes, I, I don't disagree. Part of the the reason why I'm like I didn't have a grasp on this after eight hours or even like ten hours was like the putting is so finicky, and it's like it's once you know it, it's not so bad because then you can hit like a fifty or sixty foot putt and be completely fine. Yeah. But it takes a long time to be able to just know exactly where the meter stops because it's very finicky and it's not the, if you do like a long putt or a medium putt or whatever, the edge of the putt says 100 feet. Yeah. But the middle hash mark isn't necessarily 50 feet of power. It's like half of, the power, which is not 50 feet sometimes, depending on the angle. Well, I think it gets thrown like it's, off. It's so weird. It gets thrown off when there's a hill. Uh, but, and that's the hard thing for me is that, like you don't, they have this grid that you can kind of look at the grid and figure out like, where are the high points? Where are the low points? Which way is the green like going? But it's not easy. Yeah. It's not, it's not great. And so you got good at it. Like yeah. after hours and hours of this yes. and after me playing for like, three hours i started to get the hang of it but man you could have two amazing hits and you're ready to go in and, and sink a birdie yeah and then the putting is just like you just gotta hope for the best because you have no clue what's gonna happen most of the time and see that's a it's a barrier that can be overcome with experience a lot of experience that's what i'm that's exactly what i was gonna say is it takes so much experience to get good at the putting in this game and i don't as somebody who's on the other side of about 15 hours of it, I'm like, I don't think the putting is necessarily bad. It's just not beginner friendly or easy. Yeah, which is kind of similar to real golf and putting. Yeah. This is the thing, though. I played a little bit of Mario Golf on the Game Boy before I came and played this one. Yeah. And that game has a perfect solution to this that they could have implemented in this game and they just didn't. And that is instead of having a weird grid that doesn't really show you anything, it just has arrows imprinted into the green that show you which direction is the is is the hill going um they have thicker arrows if it's a steeper hill Mm. they have thin arrows if it's just a really shallow hill and i picked that up and on my first two rounds or first two holes i knew exactly what was happening and i was able to sink putts and it's like man all they had to do is imprint some arrows into the terrain and boom it's a solved problem yes uh i sure it would make it like more beginner friendly and more like of a party, like Nintendo game. Why not make it an but option? We'll get, we'll <laughs> maybe we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I like that the game's not too easy because it doesn't feel like. I feel like if it was too easy, it would be boring after 15 hours. But after 15 hours, I'm still like, I want to play more Mario Golf. I want to keep getting into this game. I feel like I'm still getting good at it. I feel like I should have hit that 98 foot putt when you came over, but I didn't because I still have. A ways to go. I feel like that's a cop out answer. Think about <laughs> no, seriously. Think about Wii Sports, one of the best selling games of all time. Okay, asterisk. Why asterisk? Asterisk. What, did I, I did that like a month ago. I know it's a hard word. Asterisk. One of the best selling games of all time, and that is the simplest version of golf that you could possibly have. And people played it for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Sure, fine, but at the same time. I'm not the kind of person who played Wii Golf for hours and hours and hours oh and hours. Oh my goodness! And hours. You missed out. It's an excellent game. It's fine. 
I mean, Wii Sports was is a good like novelty game for selling Wii's to our parents and oh grandmas. My goodness. But oh my um, goodness, Dan. I don't think anybody's it's a phenomenal game. I don't think anybody's arguing that Wii Sports had some of the deepest, most no. realistic mechanics or physics no i'm just saying there. that because a game is easy doesn't make it bad or that's make not it what not I'm, fun that's not what i'm saying i'm saying i'm still interested in playing more of this game because of the fact that it's not i i don't know if i'm gonna hit the 60 foot putt and yeah. i really like that the system gives me more i mean i have to still get good at this game and that's on the like the first couple courses. That's yeah. on the first course specifically where the game is still easy. I mean, this game gets really hard at later courses. They just do some weird stuff. Um, and so I just I like that there's so much room for improvement on this. And I I sometimes I sometimes I wish the the hole was a little more magnetic. Um, it's like do did I really just miss a putt by literally two inches? Yeah, but that's part of the thrill of golf. Literally. I mean, when I go for a long putt and I hit the flag because I'm putting from the rough. Yeah. And the ball ends up behind my character from... (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) So that was one of the... That's the only time I can think of where the physics were like, what? What just happened? Yeah, I tried to hit a 200-foot putt from probably, I don't know. Three feet away from the... (laughs) No, it wasn't three feet away. It was like probably like... 20 30 feet away <laughs> but i was in like the rough and so i was like let me just pull out the long club try to hit this thing 200 feet and the ball ended up somehow behind me back in the rough it was bounced right off the flagpole and went behind you all too much on that one um i i mean i guess agree to disagree uh for me i like putting in this game and for me the putting is garbage what else you got dan it's not garbage you just well, gotta you get you, you gotta cool. get good at it it's fine uh, the next point that I have, Jordan, and it's kind of, it, it, it's a, well, games take a while. Yeah, it's slow. You can save your game, but games, like we played 18 holes and it took us like an hour. Yep. It was the exact same when I played on the Game Boy. I played yeah. one round and it was an hour. We were going to, this is the second time we've, we've Mario Golf together. We've gotten together for some Mario Golf. Yep. We were going to record a podcast last time, but we the game took so long to even get through our like first match where we were like, we don't have time to record a podcast. No. Um, and granted, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, you can do nine holes in some, uh, do that. Do nine holes. Uh, in some modes, but even that is, you're still looking at like 30, 40 minutes for two people. Yeah. I mean, you got it. It's a commitment, but I mean, that's the whole thing is you're not picking this up and doing quick mini games. You're taking your time and you're yeah. playing a nice, slow, relaxing game of Mario it's, golf. It's like an afternoon casual party game. It's, it's weird though. Like I totally get it. There's games where you sit down and you play one round and you're like, I just played one round. How did an hour go by? Like I'll do that mm-hmm. with, with runs of enter the gungeon where I'll sit down and I'm like, I just look up and I'm like, how did an hour and a half just passed? Like yeah. I only played one life. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's all. That's all. Sometimes the games take a while. I don't know. That's it. You're out. No, I'm not out. Oh, okay. You got it. You do. Are you out? No, I got one more. You got one more. It's a pretty big one. Uh, oh, not as big as the putting. The putting is garbage. But this is a pretty big. Mm, the putting's one. fine. This is a Mario sports game, and I'm going to give them a little tiny bit of a pass because it's the first branded Mario sports game. Okay, but. This game could use a little more Mario energy. Okay, it's got Mario characters. 
and it's got some Mario backgrounds, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, you don't have any power ups. You don't have any sort of like Koopas or enemies running around the course. In Golf Story, which is a game on the Switch, which is like a kind of like a modern version of the Game Boy Advance Mario Golf game. It's a pretty good game. Not great. People online gush about it and go crazy. And so I bought it and it's okay. If you like golf games, try it out. <laughs> but what does that I, say about you, Jordan? I don't know. What does it say about me? <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I like in that game, though, is that there are like circles or areas of the course in that game where you don't want to hit your ball. Because if you hit your ball there, a little mole or a goose or something is going to come out and grab your ball yeah. and relocate it and like put it in a bunker or like mess with you by putting it in the rough or something. Why is there no Mario zaniness where like, uh, the mole guy comes out and grabs your ball or you get like a fire flower and your ball can like burn through the trees or like there's nothing like Mario is known for his power ups and all these enemies. And it's just like, it's golf with Mario. You don't have any of that. Um, I'm in a couple places with that one. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think Mario had gone insanely zany before this. I mean, you had super Mario Kart, but even that game, it doesn't feel zany. It's just basic items. It doesn't. But even basic items. Right. Basic. I, I'm not. And I'm not saying like there weren't items and stuff like that. But I'm. I feel like the insanity of something like all the items in Smash, for example. No. Yeah. Not that. I'm just talking about like a few little things that give it that Mario sprinkle of flavor, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, you have the, the club slots mode, which is kind of that. Yes. Um, and that's part of why I like that mode so much. Cause it feels like a Mario game. And I think, I feel like you're kind of feeding into my last point a little Let's bit. Um, but before, before I go there, I'm trying to like, I'm the kind of person, I'm, I'm the kind of Smash player that likes turning off the items and playing on Battlefield. What's the point? Just play Street Fighter, Dan. That's, oh, oh I don't know. I tried to play Street Fighter 4 way back in the day. Yeah. And it just, it, it no. If you have to memorize a combo, I'm me. out. I'm out. Not for me. Uh, again, a perfect, Smash is a great example of easy to pick up, hard to master. Yes. Um, so for, for Mario Golf not having that zaniness, I like that. I like that it's me versus the physics. It's me versus putting from the rough. Um, but you can get that in a Tiger Woods golf game or a PGA golf game. Right. But I don't know if it's going to be as well made. It could be. I don't know. I don't know what other golf games are like. I'm not a big golf gamer. Never played a round of Golden Tee at the arcade? I probably have with the trackball. The trackball, yeah. Yeah, I've, play, I've played that. But yeah, I... Um, I don't know. I don't feel like I have the same affinity for other golf games as I've been finding myself with Mario Golf. Um, but like I said, it kind of feeds into my last point, which is a lack of options. Yeah. I would really love to be able to edit the weather or the length of of games beyond like nine holes. Um, make an easy mode. Make a putt assist mode kind of a thing. Uh, maybe add some zany items like, oh, this person's behind. They get a bullet bill tee off where their ball goes a few yards farther. Yeah. Something. I don't know. I can see a space for it. And I don't know if they implemented anything like that in future Mario Golf games. There is now, I want to be fair. I'm just realizing 
I want to be fair. There is a tiny bit of it in this game. Yeah. If you use the power shot mode and you hit a perfect shot, so you hit the perfect all the way fully (laughs) powered and perfectly accurate, each character has their own little thing. So when Mario does it, his ball is like a fire flower and it's on fire and it shoots or Yoshi's made like a rainbow. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really do anything different other than just goes further. So they did yeah, add I mean, a tiny uh, bit there, but it uh, barely yeah, ever happens yeah, no. unless you're super good at this game. But it's not even like gameplay changing. No, stuff. It's, it's just like just a little aesthetic. bit of fun sound and lights. Yes. Um, but man, yeah. But then again, they added like ring mode and like speed golf and like slots and stuff like that. So I feel like it kind of gives a little bit of that weirdness. Like this is a weird golf thing. Yeah. And I'm sure that in future games on the GameCube and the one that's coming out soon for the Switch, I I know because I've seen the commercials for the new one that they have more of that stuff in there. Right. And so I I said, I got to kind of give them a little bit of a pass because this is their first Mario sports game. You look at a game like Mario Strikers and it's got all of that stuff. Like it's got the power ups, it's got the the crazy zaniness. Like especially Strikers Charged is <sighs> is nuts. So I can't talk about Strikers anymore. Man, it's hurting. It's, my, it's hurting my soul. It's a great game. This is the thing. <laughs> like they learned uh, Mario Tennis. They learned that you can make some awesome Mario sports games. Now yeah. I'm kind of bummed that we don't get them as frequently as you're like, why do we have another Mario and Sonic at the Olympics when nobody cares about that? Why don't we have Mario Strikers? Why don't we have a Mario hockey game? Would be phenomenal maybe you've never heard of a company called nintendo jordan i know they they if if they get a suggestion from their fans they do the opposite they will not do it because they did not come up with the idea themselves what if we start giving them the opposite ideas of what we want nintendo don't ever put game boy games on the switch don't you dare do it nobody wants that no one wants it nobody wants that um Yeah, sure. Fine, Jordan. Not enough zaniness. I don't think it hurts this game as somebody who is who's generally a fan of the more... See, I'm super boring when it comes to a lot of games. Like Even when I would play like NBA Street growing up, I would always want my court, my home court, to be like in a gym that looked like I was playing real basketball with my guys having like real uniforms on. I wanted it to be like simulation arcade style sports you're the kind of guy who would play minecraft and just build a square <laughs> i don't i've never played minecraft because it's too much freedom exactly what That's I, what i'm I, saying I, yeah, I just can't with that um yes yeah, yeah i mean there's no items fine but if you like if you if, <laughs> it's if like you're the not, fourth time that you've resigned yourself to agreeing with me i just it's okay you can have a different opinion i well i'm, I'm trying to think because it's like yes it's a valid point Thank you. I, I I think it is a valid point, but I'm not the, t- the kind of gamer that minds the blue shell not being in Mario Kart. Now, Dan, you're not a super social media guy, so you may have missed the trend that was going around a week or two ago, where everybody was taking their like quiz about what kind of gamer are you. Yeah. And, uh, did you see this? No, I didn't. You answer like 
50 questions. Wow. And then it like takes in it. It does one of those like skill circles. Math equations. Have you seen those circles like they have in some video games Supernova, where- Supernova, Sephiroth. No, but you know where it's like attack, <laughs> defense, it's in a circle. Yes. And it makes like a star shaped thing that like where your stats- yeah. Yeah. Dodecahedron. Yeah, and it makes one of those. <laughs> sure. No, no. It makes one of those for you, telling you what kind of gamer you are, and you would be like completely deficient in the having fun category of playing games. No, I have fun. Games are serious business for Dan. That's not true. I just want to golf. Serious business is fun for Dan. All right. <laughs> I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. <laughs> I'm a fan of roguelikes, Jordan. Just give me Spelunky. In games like Spelunky to just bru- <laughs> to brutally murder me over a, and over and over again for a hundred hours. It's a long list you just gave us there, Dan. Spelunky, games and like Spelunky. We call them Spelunky like Spelunky Two. <laughs> uh, man, Spelunky Two doesn't have the same magic in my experience as, as Spelunky One. But I didn't get super deep into the weeds on Spelunky Two yet. So maybe once I get out into those weeds at some point. I'll find the same magic, but womp womp. All right, Dan, speaking of getting out of the weeds, you got anything else? Uh, No, Jordan, we can putt out of the rough now. All right. Uh, let's move on to the rest of our show. you pay for this incredible golfing experience what would you pay jordan for the best golfing video game experience you've ever had in your entire life what would you pay for the nhl hits of golf games no see (laughs) no that's you're laying on a little thick there buddy i know nothing compares to nhl hits um yeah i so i had a good time with this game um, I'm not sure that I'm like hankering for more of it, like right this second. I do like, I sure am. So like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm really, I'm kind of torn. Cause I, 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 I enjoyed playing it. I enjoyed playing Mario golf on the game boy. I even like kind of enjoyed the concept of golf story, but it's like the basics of a golf game are all similar. Yeah. And then it's just what they layer on top of that. Yeah. So it's hard because like, there's a new Mario Golf coming out this year. Yes. And do I want to do I would want to get that one or since they're all kind of just the same thing with different stuff layered on top of them is it better to go and buy an older version like yeah. this where you get, you know, basically the same thing without whatever new bells and whistles Nintendo decides to throw in there. Yeah. So ah, uh, it's kind of hard. I'm feeling like since you get so much out of this, like you could play this for a long time. I could you see sure myself can. paying like Yeah, maybe. We didn't tell you guys, but Jordan secretly came into a massive amount of wealth. And so all of a sudden, retro games are just obscenely uh, worth a lot. Were they worth 
six times as much as they used to be to Jordan. On the same, you're not wrong, Dan. On the same <laughs> day last week, I had my um, stimulus check deposited, and I sold an old car that I've been trying to get rid of. Uh, so I am flush with cash right now. So if yeah. you're listening to this and you're like, "Why? Why did Jordan just say twelve dollars instead of his normal two dollars?" That's probably why. <laughs> That's probably why I'm not going to lie. That's like two episodes in a row, though, that you've been well above the the average. You give me a couple more weeks of frivolous spending, and by the time we hit our next episode, I'll be right back on two dollars. Don't, yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, our next episode, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Spoiler alert. Um, what our about ne- you, Dan? Our next episode might be worth its weight in gold or oh. silver. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. How much does a podcast weigh? <laughs> uh, nothing, I guess. I'd pay free for that. Weigh your uh, I don't know what I'd pay for this game, Jordan. I really like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, you do. Um, I've been having a lot of fun uh, streaming this game with people. It, it um, is a good, like surprisingly, you wouldn't yeah. think that like a golf game would make for great streaming content, but it was a lot of fun. It's been some of my favorite streaming content that we've done since yeah. we've been streaming more at the, the last few months over at twitch.tv slash worth it or worthless. To be fair, you streamed a lot of Mega Man, which is just like pounding your head against a brick wall. I mean, that's what I do for fun. I pound my head against a brick I wall. I noticed you've been playing a lot of Mega Man. Mega Man is my favorite Spelunky like. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know what my gut's telling me. I've been playing this game too much. Um, that means it should be worth a lot because you've yeah. gotten a lot of enjoyment out of it. But I'm also feeling like I don't know what to say because I know what it's worth. So I no longer think that my opinion is pure on this. Oh, you need we need one of those men in black mind erasers and I can you erase do. Stan's mind right before we do this. But then he wouldn't know anything about the game. So Yes. Uh, so I'm going to forego. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to pass on, on rating this one. Um, wow. All right. Well, which we'll loop back around to in a second. Uh, well, Jordan, what do you think this one's going for on eBay? Uh, it's an N64 game. They go for stupid amounts of money for some reason. <laughs> I'm going to say people are paying $32 for this game. That's not a bad guess, Jordan. I know. That's not a b- I'm getting you, pretty you good. You know? No, I don't you know. Look it up? Just, no, I'm No. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, $27. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. I can According to that. price charting. Uh, pal, do you think there's a pal tax on this one, Jordan? Do they do care about golf? Is go- Golf is a uh, is a, a British thing, I think. So, yeah, I'm going to say they're, <laughs> think? they probably spend like, I'm going to say they spend like $38 on it in the pal region. No, Jordan. Oh. They, uh, they only spend $30. Okay, so a little bit more. A little bit more. A little bit. Tiny pal tax. Yeah. Um. They don't drink Arnold Palmer's when they play this game in the PAL region, though. They're drinking like some <laughs> Earl Grey. <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. Uh, so Japanese version going for $8. Yeah. Again, apparently our friend uh, on Discord. Yeah, they, they uh, from Japan. Yes. We won't try to pronounce their name and embarrass ourselves. Yeah. They were telling us that, that nobody cares about the N64 in Japan. Yes. So if you like N64 and you can speak or read Japanese, or you don't care about being able to understand what you're playing, apparently go to Japan and buy a bunch of N64 games for the cheapest prices you can find. In or the world. you can get them cheaper on eBay. Oh. That's the thing, too. But then you don't get to fly to Japan. Well, would you want to fly to Japan right now? Not right this moment, Dan, <laughs> but I'd, I would love to go back to Japan someday. Uh, anyways, so knowing that this game is $27, 
I'm calling that worth it for me. I can't necessarily put That's a price fair. on it because I think I'm 15 hours deep and I'm like, I like this game. I'm still learning about it. I'm still enjoying it. I would love to play more of it. Um, I'm calling it worth it at 27. See, it's hard for me to say worth it at 27 when I know there's a brand new fresh one coming out that I can play on my Switch that'll be 60 bucks. And it's like, man, for twice as much, I could get like not the first version of this. I could yeah. get the brand new shiny version of this. So I would say not worth it for me, but with all of the normal contingencies that apply to me particularly. Yeah, it's a great game. It's I a mean, fun game. Yeah, it's it's... A lot of people on our Discord, Jordan, have been talking about Mario Golf a lot before this even came up, which yeah. is kind of why we decided to go with Mario Golf for our third Super Marchio Bros episode. I don't remember who it was, but somebody said that this game is really solid. <laughs> I've been like steaming on Discord all week every because time. Because you realize that people just solid say solid to up. mean a whole range of things. Because I have no idea what people mean when they say solid now because half half of the time it's a joke and half of the time somebody just says it like casually, like not as a joke. <laughs> I've been so <laughs> cognizant been so this entire week whenever I say it because it's one of like my go-to adjectives and... I, I just, every time I said it this week, I'm like, are people second guessing what this means? Do people not think that this means what I think it means? Well, this is what you've done to me. It's a little different when you are describing one of the single greatest things in gaming history. Um, anyway. Anyway. So that's a big worth it for both of us. Uh, um, for uh, you. Jordan. For, all right, whatever. What do you Let's think, go. Uh, what do you think the Game Boy version is going for? The Game Ooh, Boy Color version. Game Boy Color version you could probably pick up for $16. You're getting good at this, Jordan. I it's, know. It's, it's almost like I've been doing it for two and a half years. Yeah, almost. You've been doing something for two and a half years. $18 on price charting. Wow, okay. That's an expensive mm-hmm. Game Boy game, I feel. That does seem like an expensive Game Boy game. There's only four courses in the Game Boy game. Yeah. And it only took me an hour to beat the first one. I don't know. That seems like that seems like a pretty hefty price. But it was fun. I had a good time with it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh didn't I wouldn't probably pay eighteen dollars unless I was like super hardcore Mario Golf and sixty four and I needed all the transfer pack stuff. Yeah. I I'm I'm growing fond of this like whole transfer pack thing. Right? Yeah, it's cool when stuff yeah. works together. It's like yeah. the Super Game Boy. I wish I had one when I was a kid because it's like crazy to me. Like I can play my Game Boy games on my TV. Yeah, I mean, but, but to unlock new features in N64 games just for having a Game Boy, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. It's good. It's good. Uh, Jordan, did you do your job I did. this time around? This is kind of funny. So when Dan and I were playing the game, I was like, I made a comment about the music and he's like, we're not going to talk about the music in this game, are we? Don't make, don't make me talk about the music. And I was like, no, we won't talk about the music because it's basically just elevator music. It's not bad. It's, it's not fine. good. You don't notice it really. But I notice it after 15 hours and I can't tell if it's good or not anymore. It's not. It's not good. It's like Wii Sports music. Like it's yeah. there. It's just there. Yeah. Um, Maybe. So I reached out to you guys on Instagram and I said, give us some Mario Golf facts or trivia or whatever. And the first three bits of trivia that came in were all about the music. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, we got to do this. Because one of them was actually really interesting. So this one yeah. comes to us from at Big Goron Music. Got to okay. love an N64 reference in an N64 re- uh, episode. Big Goron Music says, which of these games did Mario Golf's composer, Motai Sakuraba, not contribute to? So he did the music 
for three of these four games, which one did he not do? Okay. Super Mario Brothers. Was it Golden <laughs> Sun, which was another Camelot game, Dark Souls, Mario Tennis, or Streets of Rage 3? <laughs> I feel come on man Golden Sun Dark Souls Mario Tennis or Street to Rage 3 which one of those four games did Motai Sakuraba the composer of Mario Golf which one did he not contribute to did he not contribute like was the main composer well that's he's not the guy on the credits of I'm going to say Streets of Rage 3, and it's going to be wrong somehow. No, you're right. He did Golden <laughs> Sun and Mario Tennis how and could you put Dark those... Souls. Dark Souls. Like It's like, all right, man. No. Some... How are you going to throw Streets of Rage 3? Because I like I knew that you weren't going to know the composer for this game because we agreed to not talk about the music. Oh, so I threw you a little bit of a bone. Also, you shouldn't have just done that. as an Easter egg for all of our fans who have been around and have maybe heard our Streets of Rage 3 episode and know how that game has, in our opinion, one of the worst soundtracks of all time. <laughs> so this one for Mario Golf was not one of their soundtracks of all time. It's it's just it's there. It's fine. All right, Jordan. Moving on to our bounty segment, which yeah. is this is this episode's coming out March thirtieth, twenty twenty one. Right at the end of a month, right into a new month. Um, so we're we're currently we're going to extend the March bounty slightly into April. Yeah, till we record our next episode, which is going to be Pokemon Gold and Silver. Yes. So if you're listening to this at the end of March, beginning of April 2021, and you want to get one last little bounty entry in, are we doing that? Are we not doing yeah, that? Yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing okay, it. You, we're have, doing it. you probably have, if you're listening to this when it comes out, April 5th or 6th-ish is probably when we're going to record the next episode. So if you get, if you let us know what your favorite Mario memory is yes. by about the first week of April, you'll be entered to win a, a copy of Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Yes, and it might be your last chance to get one because theoretically they won't be selling it anymore after March 31st. Yeah, there's only a few million of them out there. Yeah, so this is one of those ones you might want to hold on to for a few decades and you could sell it for, you know, like a 10% increase or something. Yeah, you can make like a solid $66 on your $63 investment. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? You can get it for free from us, physical copy. So send us your favorite Mario memory and you could win. Yeah, you could DM us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at I. What is our thing? It's at, at I, IW Podcast. I, <laughs> oh man! See, this is the thing. My brain got into all relaxed mode from golf, and now yep. it's not even remember things. You can DM us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at WIOW Podcast, or you can send us an email at Worth It or Worthless Podcast at gmail.com. You can also send Dan or myself a direct message on our Discord server. And remember, you can earn entries just by hopping on the Discord server and chatting. Our community there is growing every week yeah and we're having a great time lots of good mm-hmm. conversations trolling dan about the word solid come on in it's a good time jump in the introduction channel and say hi let us know what games you like to play and sooner or later somebody will ask you your opinion on, on mayonnaise, mayonnaise. <laughs> i don't know man oh, we've apparently been around long enough that we've got some inside jokes just on the discord server so it, come on in it's a good time it used to be one person and now it seems to be everybody they just hey new person mayonnaise yeah <laughs> What are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? We uh, could probably like put a, a ban on the word mayo and just watch the bots like crush everybody's accounts. Well, we got the emoji now. That's true. We got a mayo emoji. Yeah. 
Meoji. Um, <laughs> Jordan, as we said, next episode going to be Pokemon Gold and Silver. Yes, I'm uh, excited. Because April 2021 is Month this year. Nice. It's coming back. It's going to be very similar to Poke Month 2020. We've got... We're playing different games. Well, sort of. Okay. So, Poke Month 2020 was Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah. And Pokemon Stadium. Yep. Poke Month 2021, Pokemon Gold and Silver, Pokemon Stadium 2. Okay. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see it's how the, it all pans the out. the sequel. And we'll Pokemon. actually maybe get to play each other this time. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, and as a, a, an added bonus, since we're doing the streaming thing over there, twitch.tv slash worth it or worthless. Yes. On generally Tuesdays and Thursday evenings, usually about 6 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesdays and Thursdays, sometimes seven. Uh, we're going to be doing a Nuzlocke run of Pokemon Leaf Green. I've heard about this on the internet and it sounds like a bad time. So come in and check yeah. out Dan having a bad time and laugh at his expense as he has to beat the game with a Pidgey or something. Well, it's not even a Pidgey, Jordan. Let me tell you about a Nuzlocke run if you've never heard of one. Uh, your Pokemon don't faint, they die. Yeah. Uh, so you have to release them. You're only generally allowed to catch the first Pokemon you encounter in a new area. <laughs> on each route or whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. You have to name your Pokemon every time you get one so that you develop more of a personal attachment to them. Oh, <laughs> this is kind of sadistic. Yeah. So I'm going to be naming them after our community so that it's even more painful oh, for everybody. Oh, fun. If you come <laughs> jump on the, the Twitter, twi- Twitter stream, it's called a Twitter stream, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can tell that I'm, I'm really ingrained in the Facebook.com slash Twitter stream. Facebook.com slash Twitter stream dot Nuzlocke <laughs> backslash Y-O. Now, do you know my what, what I'm going to name my starter, Jordan? Is it going to be me? <laughs> it sure is. Wow. <laughs> I can't wait till you die in the first gym. <laughs> till you die in the first gym? Yeah. I think that's it, too. Some some The, the rules of Nuzlocke change based on certain people, what they want to do. Yeah. Blackout can be a game over. <laughs> so it should all be, your Pokemon right? Faint. I mean, in theory. Unless you have some in the... In the like the the computer. Bag, the yeah the the box i wonder how the box is in gold and silver if it's as terrible as it was in red and blue tune in in two weeks to find out about the box system <laughs> that was a valid point i wonder if they fixed the bag system we'll have to go la- we'll have to go revisit red and blue see listen see what, to that episode again yeah, listen to the episode that is our sure. number one all-time downloaded episode of the podcast is it really yeah it just jumped into number one really and it hasn't even been a year Wow. It's crazy. That is crazy. That's uh, that's bananas, as they say. They do say that. Well, my friend Gwen does. <laughs> A few times she's been around the track. Uh, uh, Stop. No, no, just don't. That was... <laughs> well, she's she ain't no hollerback girl. You know what Stop. All right. I'm going to have to. <laughs> I'm not going to sing anymore. I'm just going to start quoting lyrics at you. <laughs> Uh, do you have anything else before this episode somehow? I can't imagine that anybody else is still listening at this point, but if you <laughs> are, you must love us. If you haven't already left us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would mean the world to us. Leave us a review um, and it'll make our day. And that's a, a mean one. And it'll still make our day because we send each other those and laugh and we get a bad one too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, we got our music segment. 
Yes. I picked a, um, a song. Shout out to everybody's favorite character. Oh, I think you're just doing a shout out to everybody. No, Everyone. Well, shout out to everybody listening, especially yeah. if you're still here after we've rambled our way through the last 18 holes. Um, Waluigi. <laughs> okay. What about him? Give me the, uh, we got Waluigi Pinball by Player Two for the the music segment. Wow! All right. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it's it's a Mario Kart song. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's fun. It's fun, fun little track. Game chops as usual. Nice. Like lo- love those boys. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. See ya. Bye.